Wait, we haven't kicked off yet. So here, Chris, you can lean That's in for true. a second. Hey, Chris. Chris. I was like, Chris, bring me water and a cider. I know this is an important call. Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Brock Dittis. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, and transit, adventures, and life hacks, and life hacks. today, a reveal and a chat with Megan Sinnott of Pedalpalooza. All of Pedalpalooza, you say? All Pedalpalooza. So the organization has been unmasked. Yes, they have. Oh. <laughs> well, so, some wow, of them have. I feel like Megan's. <laughs> Megan's like, if there were a face of Pedal Palooza, I feel that that Megan would fill that title. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. We're on video, and Megan's making making the face Framing of Pedal Palooza. That's right. Um, uh, but we're our, also our, here, yeah, with uh, the the crowned king, uh, the crowned mayor of Pedal Palooza, Armando Luna. Hello. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about that. Right, yeah, and uh, Armando's going to, just because you have so much context and so much experience and, uh, again, <laughs> have been the proclaimed mayor of Palooza, I think uh, no one would be better to share the interviewing duties than you, sir. So thank you nice. for joining us. thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, I, I'm, this is the part where we ask people how they are. Um, I'm filling in for Aaron, who is taking a day off uh, because we're doing two shows this week because Palooza and it's coming up. But, uh, Guthrie, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I've been like just kind of off sleep schedule, but there was a highlight to my day yesterday, which was that uh, Aaron and Anna and a friend dropped by and um, said hi in the yard at a distance of plus six feet. So nice. I, <laughs> I got to see my friends. This is like the first people I've been telling people like, hey, if you if you, you know, go by, I'm usually just like sitting out on the porch. So just like it's yell true. at me. That's and, where you uh, were when the I first came time by someone like took two me weeks up on ago. It. Yeah, that's Aww. perfect. Yeah, no, it's good. We chatted for for half an hour, uh, shot the shit, and um, tried to be responsible as we could be. We weren't looking at a flowering. Uh, was it agave? Agave, agave tree. Plant. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, none of those on our is... block, but we had a good chat. <laughs> making the news, and everybody's going there, and everyone's being uh, chastised by Monty's uh, caretaker. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, don't go and see the big agave. Look at the pictures. There's plenty of pictures on the internet already. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So many pictures, agaves with babies. So right, much. right. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to give away the ending, but it does seem as though um, I, tequila could be somewhere in Monty's future, right? Is this <laughs> this is a thing that should be done? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if that's insensitive to Monty or not, but um, it's not my call. It's the guy, and the guy says stay away. So um, you heard him. But uh, Wash your trees. That's right. <laughs> and go to bed. Um, so the, <laughs> the thing that I've been up to uh, the past couple of days is clearing out blackberry cane. Uh, I just moved into my new place here in, in Salem and uh, it's got a cool creekside access, which I'm really excited about. Uh, it's been covered with blackberries. I love the taste of blackberries, but the Himalayan blackberry is an invasive species. And so I don't feel bad about cutting it out. And I've been trying to figure out exactly how to tell like what what ground really is down there because uh, any ground that's covered with blackberry bushes, you really you don't know what shape it is underneath. And so we're digging in and trying to figure out what that looks like. But what is it? Is it trapezoidal? Like what do you what kind of shape ground do you find down there? 
Well, I've found uh, what could be a path down, I'm hoping, because right now you can just have to kind of scramble down. Um, and uh, I've become an old man who tells kids to get off of his lawn. I've got two signs posted that say no trespassing because mostly I'm just worried that some kid is going to get hurt and their parents are going to sue me. And so uh, I've posted the signs and I'm trying to keep it uh, more difficult to access uh, for people who might wander in off the street. Until if I you want to make it door. really fun, you could just plant like a agave grove and in 20 years yell at people for looking at him that's now if only i could borrow monty uh and put monty somewhere right across the street so nobody wanted to go into my yard that'd be perfect <laughs> but yeah so i've been uncovering uh, things that could become an access someday and i'm, I'm still trying to figure out if if uh, there's a way to get down there without breaking your neck every time because uh, i i have been in danger of that i think but that's what i've been keeping busy with armando what are you up to uh i'm i'm actually right before all of this happened i was uh i guess lucky enough to move to 100% remote working so nothing has really changed from 100% remote working still which, you're good at this now well i guess i i uh my plan was actually to be a, a remote worker but still go to work but now i can't do that. <laughs> wait what <laughs> i i don't like working at home alone i like to be around people so yeah understood you are a social guy. I mean, how, how is that going for you? Do you feel lonely uh, working from home as you have been? Uh, I end up working longer than I than I should, and uh, I'm doing a lot more online. That means you're one of the good ones, right? You're putting in yeah, the this time. Is, well, this is my like this is my second online meet online social meeting for today. So I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty good. Two in one day. Yeah, for sure. And this is what you're saying: social, not like for business or work, just social. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're uh, <laughs> you've been busy. You've been online. You've been in lots of uh, group meetings. Yes, yes. Yeah. I have. Hang in there, man. It's uh, digital fatigue is real. And Zoom and Skype and seriously Discord and <laughs> yeah. I want to zoom right into the woods? Am I right? Webex. That's right. <laughs> I got them all down now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it is funny that everyone uses a different platform. Like you've got to have all these apps set up and you got to set each one up. It seems like every time and. So thank you. You've made a great sacrifice tonight to do this with us, and that means a lot. Uh, by the way, Armando, what are you drinking right now? Some wine. Nice, nice. I, I, I was going to ask if it was tequila just to tie in with the thing, but wine is good too. That's a good answer. Yeah, no, I didn't have any tequila. Hmm. Bummed out. There's I a had, great song uh, by the band Dawes. Uh, when the tequila runs out, we'll be drinking champagne. Uh, well, yesterday uh, I had uh, American tequila. Did you? Yeah, which is bourbon. Ah, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so no agave. <laughs> no agave. So it goes. You could do worse though. And and really. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, I don't I actually don't have a beverage. What I do have, let me show you. Um, the great thing about cleaning out a creek is that you find uh, cool stuff. And I don't know if this is gonna come through on the video very well. Oh not, yeah. This, this is a can of Olympia beer. It's been, been mowed. Terribly mangled up. Yeah, but this uh this is a can. I'll show you the top here. Oh yeah, old no school. Pull tab. Old, uh, yeah, no pull tab, and it's the kind you would open with one of those things. So, um, my understanding of the house is that it was built in 1952 by a guy, um, and I think he just loved Olympia beer because uh, there were cans of Olympia beer under the house in the crawl space as well. So, um, <laughs> wait, empty cans or full cans? Oh, empty, very empty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got. A, got uh, yeah, go ahead. Once for uh, uh, a white elephant uh, exchange at work, I I picked out a six pack of Olympia. That was like an original box and canned. It was, they serious? were like the steel cans, so they were all rusty and everything. Yeah, They're probably from the late sixties. Antiques. I think I somebody else wanted that, and I gave it to them. I don't know wow. where. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, beer is not one of those things that generally ages well, like wine does. So you've made the better choice tonight. I think the path that led you here, uh, Guthrie, what are you drinking? I actually am drinking a tiny bit of tequila right now. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That not to tie in with the agave. Uh, and for folks out of, out of the loop or maybe not in Portland, there's, there's a very famous tree in Portland right now that, that has been the talk of the town almost yep. literally. Um, yeah, you I'm having a once. tiny bit of tequila. <laughs> well done. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And Megan, what do you have? Oh, well, um, once you told me this was going to be like an hour long conversation, I had Chris bring reinforcements. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking water in a bike and beer festival pint glass. Oh, I've got that pint glass. That Hello. was a cool festival. <laughs> and I'm drinking, um, well, on the back up here, I have Rev Nat's hard cider and Rev Nat himself delivers this to your home if mm. you ask him to. And, um, and then what I had started the evening with <laughs> is um, Carlo and Julian wine made in Oregon um, by a guy named Felix. And he made our wedding wine. That's what I'm drinking. Is that right? Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. Somebody wants to spend most of the rest of their life with me, we assume. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm happy for you. That's great. <laughs> Thanks. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I am wishing that I was closer to Southeast Division and 12th because that's where I would go to pick up not not just an empty mangled can of Olympia, but uh, something of, of higher quality and and something from people that we know and love. Uh, Guthrie, you been there? Yeah. Would, would that be the beer mongers on Southeast Division and 12th? Southeast Division and 12th. That's right. Uh, it, how about you, Armando? Have you been there? Yeah. Is that the, they have that cool like garage door that they open up. They do. Yeah. And yeah. the enormous stick on the ceiling. Uh-huh. Ask me, ask me. Wait, uh, Megan, have you been there? Why, yes, Southeast Division and 12th um, in the northwest corner of that not-so-great intersection, but a fantastic parking lot um, and coolers full of delicious beer. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, yeah. really the redeeming feature of that intersection probably is the beer mongers at Southeast yeah. Division and 12th. That's right. Yeah, uh, they they have an excellent thing going. And um, Sean is really dedicated. He's been a great supporter of our show for a long time. And I hope that uh, anyone hearing this can be a great supporter of him at this time, which is already so difficult for retailers. Uh, but he's there. He's got his mask on and uh, he is uh, he is distributing alcoholic beverages, as is his want. So uh, well, they're already so well set up. So not only do they have already bottled beers to sell now, thanks, OLCC, but also um, I bet he can probably fill up kegs. Uh, growlers, perhaps. Yeah, crawlers. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever you bring yeah. in, I'm sure he'll find a way to vend it to you. But yeah, and yeah, his um, his setup is great. I, I was trying to remember how many taps because I want to say there's uh, uh, twelve taps That's, or ten. That sounds about right to me. Yeah, yeah, and there's we'll just have uh, to go know, and find out. Ordinarily, a uh, a rotating lineup. I don't know what the keg situation has been uh, since mm -hmm. the big change, but it's uh, it's certainly a place to go. And of course, uh, you know, ordinarily when there are sports. You could watch those local mm. sports with live sound. Um, and they also do, what is it? Uh, uh, I saw that the, one of the most recent posts on social media is uh, they have a cribbage night. Tuesdays. and Yes, Tuesdays. Uh, and so that's a place, uh, once that is possible to do again, uh, play cribbage. I, I wonder if anybody's been playing cribbage like on the sidewalk nearby or something. I'm sure all the folks who play cribbage usually on Tuesday nights have been playing cribbage elsewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been uh I've been playing a lot of card games with friends on a tabletop simulator. It's like a ten dollar game on Steam, mm-hmm. and uh, just plugging in with folks all around the world to to play our to play our various card games. It's a good a bu- good bang for the buck if anybody's missing that cribbage feel, uh, but <laughs> is stuck great. at home. Is uh, words with friends still a thing that people do? Because I remember when that came out, like ten years ago or something. It was just like you're playing Scrabble, but they can't call it Scrabble because they don't own the trademark, right? Uh, but but yeah, the word uh, game thing it was was real big stuff like t- 10 years ago. I don't know if people are still playing that or if there's been something else that supplanted it. But you're saying there's kind of a platform where people can play games even though they're not next to each other. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a simulator for any card game you can think of and or make up. Uh, so it's kind of a digital card table uh, that's in 3D. So you can maneuver around and uh, well, do all cool. those fun kind of things you might be able to at an actual cribbage table. Three dimensions. So if you lean the wrong way, can someone see your cards? Um, I have tried, and I have failed. So unfortunately, I, it might be something that you can enable as a, as a uh, plug-in, but I've not, I've not succeeded in cheating at cards yet. Pro setup. Well, I mean, there's still time. Uh, well, you know, what, what's more fun than cheating at cards virtually? Uh, it's probably going out on bike rides. And uh, ordinarily... This is the season which we'd be ramping up for Petalpalooza. People will be getting together and making penance out of felt, and uh, people will be planning rides and preparing for uh, enormous congregations of people. But enormous congregations of people are not the thing that is done these days, at least not, uh, at least not, uh, you know, uh, legally and in the public eye. And we're not encouraging you to do so. Uh, but the the crazy thing, the amazing thing that is happening is that Petalpalooza is still coming to you in the portland area and as a matter of fact it seems to me that it could be coming to you wherever you're hearing this so uh megan do you want to tell us a little bit about what's the situation first can you set the stage yeah so all of the same stuff is happening just in a slightly shifted manner and what is all of the same stuff so all the things that you had said that people planning rides pennants being made um excitement building and everybody prepping for a joyous, um, magnificent June and early July this year um, on two wheels. So um, this year, so Petapalooza is, um, as most of you likely know by now, uh, typically about a month of bike fun. And it's um, it came about from the existence of an open source calendar on shifttobikes.org where Anybody could post a ride and um, it could be um, a tour of taquerias. It could be bring your cat on a bicycle ride. It could be the world naked bike ride. Um, It could be uh, Bowie versus Prince, like whatever the the theme is, anybody could post a ride and anybody could or couldn't maybe show up. Who knew how big the rides are going to be? But there was always kind of this like, um, subtle challenge of like how many people could show up on your mural ride and I personally for one found last year that too many people showed up on my mural ride and it, I honestly feel like it was a, a disservice to um, the experience and, and to the people who made the effort to be there anyways mm. so um, anybody can post a ride the it's 
free, easy, fun, and it's just a celebration of all the bizarro things that you can do on two wheels. And that's a little bit unusual for bike events because usually a bicycle event means you got to pay some money, um, and it's going to be it's going to be difficult to get in. It's going to take some time, some resources, that sort of thing. And someone uh, someone somewhere is calling all the shots for a thousand of people or whatever is happening. But this is like you said, open source. Anybody can can choose a, a day and time and create an event. And uh, anybody does. It's happened a lot. And uh, in the past couple of years, it expanded into a whole month. It used to be, what, two weeks and then three weeks and now a whole month of bike fun. Yeah. And um, this year, we are... Uh, if we if we stopped at the end of June, we would be hanging kind of midweek and we might as well just push through to 4th of July. <laughs> so it's so, a month plus. Yeah, yeah. So we end on July 5th. Why not? Uh, it's a new it's a it's a new wacky town. We can do whatever. We're reinventing everything. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, so typically uh, the festival is kind of grounded on a fantastic shared calendar that anybody can post a ride with a very specific day and time and gathering location. And that's what makes the events happen. But this year, that's exactly the opposite of what we want to encourage. We do not want people to pick a place and a specific time for people to congregate. So we brought in community members, we chatted it out, we, we discussed, and what, what kept on rising up is that people, you know, the, the idea of postponing summer, like, didn't click. And we could punt Petalpalooza to July or August or September, but it wasn't quite clear if, if that was even going to quote-unquote work. Like, is summer starting in July or is summer starting in August or and in this public health emergency? No one knows when summer is starting. Yeah. Or, 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 or will we ha- have quote unquote summer? Like, do we just postpone all festivals? No. Like the, the, the joy of something like Palooza is it's whatever the hell we make it up to be. Like it's a wacky, bizarre, curious open source festival that is just simply purely about getting out and biking around the city. So um, we came up with the, the idea of just scrapping the calendar where you place a specific ride at a specific time and location. Instead, just just name a theme for a day and then let people discover how the heck they want to celebrate that theme independently. But it's like separately but together. So um for instance, uh, they, we, we kick off with a, a, a bike to food day and there are people who, who might feel safe and comfortable organizing like a grill by bike or more of a, a coordinated situation. I personally don't feel comfortable opening myself up to a, a situation where I might be less than six feet from somebody. So I'm not even going to go to a food cart, though that's an option if, because food carts are open. What I'll probably do on June 1st is make a picnic and go find the most obscure place to go enjoy that food, kind of pedal potluck picnic style. Shout out to Sean Grandin. And what he would do is meet up at the co-op and take people biking to uh, like an underappreciated public space uh, for his rides. And like, that's what I'm going to do on June 1st is go find like a traffic circle to sit in. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, like, cause you can, and it's going to be, so June 1st will be the day that if you see somebody out drinking coffee or grilling hot dogs or, you know, mowing down on a burrito, we can only assume they're one of us. <laughs> um, and you get to like ring your bell and shout out happy Palooza, And, and so it's just giving people a framework and, and hope and a good excuse to get some exercise and to have fun again, <laughs> you know, like, right. It seems like it, in the middle of a public health emergency, it's just really like fun is the last thing that has been prioritized. Uh, and, and in some senses, rightly so, but also, uh, you got to go outside at some point and, uh, and at this point, legally, we're still allowed to exercise. We're still allowed to ride our bikes from one place to another. And so why wouldn't you do that? And it seems like now more than ever, Palooza is really a state of mind. Is that is that right? Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I, mm, I mean, it's still, you know, originally I kicked off with a calendar and it's still, it's like literally making boxes for people to draw outside of right? Like, oh, you have to post rides. I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to post a ride, but it's going to be a scavenger hunt and it's going to be like confusing and people are going to love it and be like, all right, I'm going to post a ride, but it's not really a ride. We all just show up to a park and drink boxed wine. Like, oh, oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever a bike ride is to you, you know? So it's, and now it's like, we're going to have fun on bicycles separately but together and people are like yeah screw you so fine i'll duh, abuse your hashtag in new wacky wild and wonderful ways and i'm like thank you <laughs> so it's, it's just like a reimagining of what what opportunities are available what does our city have to offer how creative are we what does fun really mean to us and i'm going to be honest like i think that Palooza is tried and true. We all love it. It's a good thing and I, I'm going to miss it, but I'm also really excited about like how we all like shake shit up this year. Like, mm -hmm. you know, why, why I, I, I was, ta I was talking to a Mercury report, a, a reporter from the Portland Mercury today. And I just actually had this like little revelation while I was talking to her that, um, Every year I organize a mural tour and it's a good mural tour. Um, and it's, I've changed it every year, but what it's really about is when I want to lead a ride at a time that works for me at a length that I'm comfortable with, um, at my speed and you know, like all these things. And I was like, Oh shit, actually like was the best part of the ride people listening to me talk or was the best part of the ride people seeing the murals? I, I don't know. Or was it just that people wanted to get out and see other humans? It's, I mean, it's a little bit of, of, of it all, but I'm, I'm excited about the possibility of hosting uh, a route of murals so that people can go kind of like soak it in at their own speed, the time that works for them at a pace that works, you know, all the, the things like um, they don't have to you know, straddle their bike in front of me, having me yammer on about why the, why I like this mural so much. 
<laughs> they can show up and like take it or leave it, like pedal on it, like this one sucks, or be like, I wonder why she wanted to have a stop here, and it's then read the information in in the Google Maps or whatever. Like, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about people discovering the tools that are available, getting creative. It's been really fun. People coming up with like, um, yeah, just to see like what themes people are coming up with that. Um, others can get creative with and people coming up with routes that they can share people um, just having fun. I'm, I'm like getting distracted because right, it's seven o'clock right now. And I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah, I can hear your it. city, <laughs> but in, in my part of the city, uh, we really embrace the like bang a pot and pan to celebrate frontline workers and stuff. Hey, yeah, we have a nurse across a, the street. Yeah, let's yeah. take a minute and do that real quick. All uh, right. I, I Yahoo! Have thing. Anything? Clink, 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 clink. I don't, I don't have anything to clink. There we go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, it's it's stuff like this that has been so inspiring is you can't tell me that this is, you know, any less fun or joyous or like, um, you can't say, I can't tell you that I'm any less connected to my neighbors. I feel like this has all made me just like a next level more connected to the, I live in a weird spot. I'm like in a zero lot line. I share a driveway with three other homes, but also at seven o'clock, normally our family tradition is we get in our cargo bike and we bike the kids around and they play melodica and we get to see our neighbors and wave to them. Nice. You know? So I think that, I think we're going to have a lot of fun in June and I'm really excited about it. I think we're going to, I think, I think this is training for a new pedal palooza. And I think 2021 is going to be off the hook. But we need to start, we need to take the time that we have now to, to exercise our creativity and like rediscover what, what joy is for ourselves. Like I have mm -hmm. been rediscovering the city. I've been taking new routes. I've been exploring alleyways. I've been looking for rooftops. I've been um, going to spots that normally I only end up like drunkenly on a midnight mystery ride and be like, well, I wonder what under looks like in the dusk, you know, versus like four beers in or whatever it's, and it's really great. Uh, it's a good spot to sit along the river and you don't have to be with a raucous crowd. You can enjoy it in different ways. So yeah, so I'm excited to have people um, find, find new layers and new ways to enjoy bikes and life and, our city. Yeah. Uh, Armando, I'm curious what you're curious about, right? Oh, um, so, so here's my thing is I'm, I'm missing being with people riding and yeah. I'm, I'm getting excited about Petapalooza now because I looked at the calendar and I looked at the different themes and some of the things that people are doing and there's still some blank spaces. So it's like, mm. you know, ideas can still be put out there. That's right. Like how, how, uh, how are we, how are we going to, how are we going to take part of this if we're not there? Yeah. Well, we're all gonna be there. Just right all over there like so you're going on your picnic in this secret place I, yeah i want to see that you know yeah yeah so um that's why this year so we have a, a new website pedalpalooza.org and um and the the header is the hashtag it's pedalpalooza pdx and the hope is that people are regularly sharing their their experiences however they do it if it's on instagram twitter facebook i don't care where, where your jam is but use that hashtag and then for each theme day, there's an additional hashtag. So if 
June 1st is uh, bike to food day, then that's the hashtag is bike to food. And that then you can spy in and, and it's honestly one of the things that Pedalpalooza has been um, not, not doing a great job at like keeping up with the times is we're, you know, back in 2007, maybe like somebody was kind of maintaining like a Flickr pool or group where mm -hmm. people could share pictures, but nobody really did. And then Pedalpalooza was like still stuck on like an older website and we were like clunking along. And then like, it took a volunteer being like, Hey, do you all, have an Instagram page and we're like, oh no, I don't know. No, that's weird. No, we don't. And they're like, well, we'll just set, set one up. <laughs> um, and so it was like slowly clicking in. Like we were still stuck in the early aughts. And I think that this is the year that we get to use the resources that are available and like level up Pedal Palooza. Like we get to nice. use Spotify and share, you know, playlists and, and recorded um, tours. And we get to have hashtags and share photos is there was, you know, I managed the Pedalpalooza um, social media and um, it's clear that there's a robust community out there, but like actually there's only mm, like two dozen people who, who, who seem to know how to use the hashtag and who religiously do it. Uh, looking at you, Armando. I was about to say, can we break it out? Armando, can explain how it's done? Yeah, yeah. It so makes it easy to find things. Yeah, so 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 why as um the person behind Pedal Palooza's social do I run into you so often? What are you doing out there? How are you building community with online? You're asking me? Yeah. Oh tables well, have turned. So so I try to know what what the hashtags are, what's going on, what are the hashtags, what are the events, what are the event hashtags, you know, and then find out you know, usually what I try to do is trying to find out how is this um, ride or group or uh, whatever, how are they, how are they promoting this? Is, is it on Instagram? Is it yeah. on Twitter? Is it on Facebook? You know, well, that's a really great point. Is like actually meeting the writers where they're at because some are on Facebook, some are right. only on the shift calendar. Some are, yeah, you're totally right. And, and, and maybe they're like, they are misusing hashtags. <laughs> maybe they're calling it pedal yeah, plus and not pedal plus a PDX. Yeah. Or, or not, or just at. not in there. You're, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not in it necessarily for the, the social media portion of it, but they know they have to post something. So, which is yeah. fine. I mean, it, 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 you know, no one's required to do that. Um, but for people like me who wants to know what's going on, oh, what's going on today? Oh, there's, you know, this ride today or this ride, or these people are doing that, you know, to me, that's exciting. So I like seeing all of that. Yeah, well, and I also had this realization recently that, um, you know, last year there was over 300 rides, which is killer. It was, it's a, you know, it was two plus weeks of bike fun on a calendar. And it, I mean, over 300 rides is phenomenal. But when you look at it, it's really only like 75 individuals, separate individuals who are leading rides-ish. I don't know the exact numbers. Um yeah, in, in theory, anybody can lead a ride, right? But like, there's a lot of traditions when it comes right. to the Portland Pedalpalooza tradition. Uh, broadly, there's a lot of rides that happen every year. Everyone wants to know when the World Naked Bike Ride is going to be. Everybody right. wants to know when Loud and Lit is going to be. Uh, everybody wants to make time and space for uh, for these institutions that have come up and, and keep happening every year. You know, the, the versus rides where like it's one artist versus another or something along those lines. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, so it seems like, 
uh, there's almost a paralysis of choice, right? Where um, someone uh, says, I, look at all these rides. I don't even know which one I should attend, particularly if they don't have uh, social connections with any of those ride leaders. It could be that it's just like, well, I don't know. I guess I won't or something along those lines. Is that is that similar to what you're saying? Well, so, well, I guess point being then that, so there's, there's 300 plus rides. There's really only about 75-ish leaders, um, give or take, you know. And then, um, and yet, you know, everybody likes to cite World Naked Bike Ride. I mean, that had 10,000 riders last year. Um, so let's pretend that, whatever, I'm going to make some numbers up. Let's pretend 20,000 people rode in Pedalpalooza last year throughout the month. Um, it's like diff, like individuals. So um, 75 people for 20,000 riders, like there's a lot of um, taking. <laughs> That this is an open source festival, it's it's for the people by the people, and yet really it's a very select few of people who, who few people who are putting the, the like like hitting hitting the streets, finding the routes, taking the time, like planning, giving, making, and and I'm excited to have a pedal palooza where like tides are turned. You know, it's like if you want a community, make it happen. Like. There is nothing more that you have to do other than find your own way to celebrate a theme. So if and it's Animal Day, and use the freaking hashtag, um, and, and take a picture and, and share it and, and let the world know. And I really think that this is going to be the year that um, we have more presence versus less presence. Because people think that, um, you know, for example, it's like so much freak out right now. Because I'm also involved in the World Naked Bike Ride. Um, and there's like mass hysteria about like the death of pedal of, 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 of the world naked bike ride. And, oh my God, it's been canceled. Like, Is that what people absolutely are saying? Not. That it's dead? That, no, that has been canceled. Okay. Canceled. And it, it has not been canceled. It's just different this year. And I think that this is going to be for the better. This ride is mm-hmm. instead of 10,000 people meeting at one park, riding a six mile ish loop ish like a six mile route um at 9 p.m instead pedal instead of the world naked bike ride is all of june 27th you leave from your own home pedal to wherever the heck you want to go at whenever you want to on june 27th so i think that the impact is going to be far greater because um world naked bike rides never bike down my portion of fremont but it will this year. <laughs> well, I, I suppose uh, <laughs> it used to be that if uh, you wanted to avoid the World Naked Bike Ride, one, you would maybe not go out after a certain time because that's right. when it started. And two, you would avoid certain parts of town. But it seems like it will be more difficult to uh, to avoid that. And perhaps that's most that's more in the spirit, right? Because the spirit of the ride is, and the reason that it's legal, is that it's uh, a it's a form of protest speech, that this is, uh, this is a protest against our dependence on foreign oil. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So uh, anybody can protest. They can do that anytime they want. Yeah. Yeah. There's an interesting pushback as people kind of having a freak out that, um, well, what will happen? And, and who, I, I am, I'm not a lawyer. I, I have, I have no great connections to the PPD. Like, I don't know like, what, what really don't, don't, don't listen to my advice, but sure. my, my personal take, um, sorry if you get arrested is that a protest doesn't begin with 10,000 people. A protest begins with an individual. Making their voice heard. So, so if you are writing in honest protest, 
of our dependency on oil, then you are you are doing the right thing. <laughs> I, that's like I'm gonna be so somebody's gonna be like, oh, she said I was doing the right thing. Don't take me <laughs> well, away. Well, you should obviously consult with your own legal professional and don't do anything that you know is clearly against the law because that would be wrong. Yeah, don't. Yeah, please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, because there's about- so many days after June 27th, we need more cyclists on streets after June 27th. So don't get arrested. It's true. Yeah. Uh, w- would you be able to address any of the other institutional, like uh, say some, let's say, uh, I-, I think Prince versus Bowie was what canceled and then came back. And I'm, I can't remember what the status of that particular music appreciation ride is, but yeah, uh, any so- advice to people who, who might uh, ordinarily go to some of these really uh, institutional uh, rides? Yeah. I would say again that it, it is what you make it. So I will say that um, the organizer of the Prince portion of the Prince versus Bowie ride is very adamant that um, it's the Prince ride. Um, and God damn it, if Bowie shows up on June 7th, what? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, we we get to decide what every day means to us. So the Prince Forever ride happens June 7th. Um, and and who knows? Bowie might just raise from the dead out in protest as well. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. And so and similarly with Loud and Lit, uh, they, they posted their ride on the shift calendar. And I've reached out twice. Um, there may or may not be a new baby involved, so people are busy, but <laughs> nobody's responded. So that that rides up on on the new Petalpalooza calendar, and I mean Portlanders get to decide what loud and lit means to them this year. Yeah, it probably means that uh, not everyone will be making noise together, but uh, maybe like seven o'clock, it could be done in uh, in honor of people who are working hard in in positions that need to be uh, worked in. Oh, I like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's a good one. Ding, 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 ding. What about the ding, ding ride? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody asked me about that. So uh, we'll have to see how that works out. Well, because well, ordinarily, I mean, let's explain to anybody who doesn't know, the ding, ding ride is uh, fairly concise compared to some, yes? <laughs> oh, yeah. So so the first time I heard of it was years back, and somebody else ran it. And I think that person inherited it from someone else. But it's a ride around. It was a ride around the last circle, and it starts like at... 540 and only goes for three minutes long and all you do is ring your bell mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's it's really uh uh gosh what are those those meetings cost flash mob it's sort of the flash mob so you just show up 540 it starts and like nobody just nobody says go it just starts happening ding 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 three minutes around the last circle and then people just start peeling off and it's like a, like a flash mob basically and then it just ends and it's so awesome it's just a great ride because everybody for three minutes is riding around leisurely ringing their bell and you can move on and go to your next ride. So, well, and so that's exactly it is for pedal Palooza 2020 is, you know, if, if, if there is a loud and lit day. And so what, what is loud and lit really? It's about being as loud and as lit, whatever that means to you, um, as you can on your bike, um, <laughs> consult your legal professional. <laughs> yeah, not it. Um, then, then maybe that's the day that like the cacophonous rides happen and that that's the day that the, the, the ding ding ride happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so then, so then you reach out to Palooza and you say, 
oh, and can I add um, a little note about the ding ding ride as a suggestion for what people could do on quote unquote loud and lit day. Right. Like, That's part of loud and lit. Oh yeah. Like that's that is a part of the uh, celebrating together but separately is I would be so happy to be biking around my neighborhood ringing my bell and pass another person ringing their bell and be like, you get me. And it wasn't just their pedal palooza flag that tipped me off. It was the fact that they were doing the same obscure thing I was at the same time. You know, it's right. like, it could yeah. be it could be all those music or uh theme rides on that one day. It could be the, you know, the heavy metal ride. It could be, you know, uh the yacht rock ride. It could be all those rides. It could be the yeah. same day. That'd be yeah. Totally. Yeah. That I need made, to see that, it. I need to see it. <laughs> Cause if I can't be there, I want to see other people do it. <laughs> well, and so, and so then, so Armando, if that's your thing, then like kick off the discussion of, does that mean that people, you know, Instagram live their experiences or do we follow Aileen Crotty's suit with film my bike and juice? Skype or is it a zoom thing or is it just photos and is it just sharing photos of hashtags? Like it's a new vernacular that we're, we're creating. We, we right. get to make our shared, you know, experience this time. So, um, I, I started simple. I simply just made pedal Palooza PDX as a common hashtag for this year as bold as I could. It's the basically the only thing on our poster. It's the number one thing you see on our website. Um, Real simple message. It's on our sticker. You know, it's like, it doesn't get any clearer, but, but then what do people do with that after that? And so um, the only real way is for people to start doing it. Like one person can't direct it all. There has to be a movement. And so I, I need the advocates out there because instead of posting individual rides this year, we're sharing our our ideas. We're 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 inspiring each other to to keep on being creative separately. And and I really I really do believe that that means that Pedal Palooza 2021 is going to be off the fucking hook. <laughs> because does. we'll have like yeah. our minds have will have just like expanded and we've soaked in all new ways to experience bike fun. Yeah. Uh, I've heard someone say that friction is an opportunity for traction. And, uh, mm. if you got to do something the hard way this year, it's going to probably lead to better results next year because people have different perspectives and they'll be ready to do things in this, maybe a slightly different way, maybe a slightly better way. Uh, yeah. we were just interviewing, uh, for our last episode, uh, listener Keith in Indianapolis. Um, I told him that it seems like it's possible if people want to go, he was like, Oh, I got to come out for pedal Palooza sometime. And I'm thinking this is the year for anybody who, uh, can't make it to Portland to be, a part of pedal palooza does that seem right oh, totally absolutely yeah so um you know it's been long c- coming that at some point pedal palooza rebrands itself because Lollapalooza is over <laughs> I, I think it is i guess um, that was kind of the uh, the namesake eh? <laughs> yeah I never really um, thought of that. for, the, for yeah. those of you who don't know uh Lollapalooza a long time ago was a place where bands got together and made music for adoring fans <laughs> yeah coachella so, yeah so it was like that yeah talk of having you know maybe it going back to bike summer or or whatever uh, who knows but um basically i would not voice the idea of exactly pedal palooza on um you know baton rouge like whatever the hell they want to do you don't but, have to baton rouge. you do what you want <laughs> yeah you do you uh but but that people but that the, the general thought is the celebration of bike fun which really is a term coined in portland oregon 
and um, and we 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 live and breathe it. And and I think that this is the year. I had a, a great conversation um, with uh, some people on a recent film by bike chat. Uh, um, somebody from Bike Works up in Seattle, and and somebody else from um, in New York. Um, and this is idea of like that there are inspired individuals all over the globe and especially in, in, in little corners of the United States. And they're all like getting the spark they're, they're They are, they're doing, they're doing, honestly, they're doing bike fun better than we are because they are, they're like starting where we were in whatever, 95 or whatever. And, but now, and so they have, they have precedents set. They've got ideas to share. They've got new tools. They've they got new hashtags. inspiration. They've got a hashtag. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I think that they're going to level up. They're going to surpass us in bike fun. And that this is the year that we can at least give them like a toolkit. We have things like hashtags. Um, and, uh, you know, an idea for a calendar and, and, uh, and, and a framework, like again, having a, it's a, it's a toolkit and, and, and verbiage to share. So we have word uh, terms like bike fun to articulate what it is that we are celebrating and feeling together as a community. Um, anyway, so this year we have the pedal Palooza pennant, which we are so proud of. And those are for sale right now and through May 20th. I'll talk about that in a second, but we're also this year, uh, you can go and download not only our current pedal palooza pennant for 2020 you can also download a team bike fun pennant which is the same beautiful image of the woman with the bike fun shirt on uh looking proud to enjoy you know bike fun whatever that means to her and um and you can print that on a piece of paper and fly that from the back of your bike you could make you could burn that into a screen and print hundreds of bike team bike fun pennants in your hometown this is like a revolution people yeah. could wave that bike fun flag in croatia on june 1st or whenever they decide bike fun month is for them right, uh, but right. yeah i'm i'm stoked about it this is uh theme the themes are transferable like celebrating animal day or bike to food day or whatever the case may be superhero day whatever um superheroes can be made up you don't we don't all have to celebrate the same superhero so i hope that that people start using those hashtags and that that pedal palooza isn't just um you know the tri-counties of our region and that we've got people down in salem that's right it's not so bad <laughs> You know, doing doing pedal palooza their way, doing ex experiencing and celebrating bike fun. Yeah, well, I know I'll be out there. Uh, I'll be sharing things on the days that uh, you know it'll be. I guess what pedal? I'll, I'll use the pedal palooza PDX hashtag. I'll also probably use what pedal palooza SLM probably. It's, uh, but, uh, I'll put that out there. Well, if you if you know what your three letter code is for your airport or train station, uh, you could use that wherever you are. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I, I am it. curious about getting the word out. You mentioned that you were interviewed by the Portland Mercury. Is that our article out yet, or is it still on the way? Not yet. Okay, you guys are right. gonna be the first to, and they'll get it out now. Yeah, and, um, and Newsweekly, the the Portland Mercury has been uh, historically a pretty big supporter. They've published a calendar in print every year for Pedal Palooza. So what what are they? Uh, I suppose this article will be a part of it. But uh, what's their role this year? 
Yeah, it was a really big blow this year that, you know, because because they have printed, you know, we say it's the calendar, but really it's a whole, you could, you could it's pull a mini out, yeah, you could pull out the center of, of their um, issue and, and fold up and have a keepsake uh, with a beautiful poster image on the front and all the information you could ever imagine that you would ever need to have like a handbook for bike fun for the summer. And, and because they are no longer in print, we, we can't have that. Uh, and it was a really interesting, um, so personally for me, I, I'm the executive director of a company called Portland Made. And so my day job is celebrating local makers. And that can be eyeglass makers or table makers or, or kombucha makers. Like it doesn't really matter. People making things in Portland, Oregon. It's a and cool so day job. It's a pretty cool day job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Executive director for local makers by day and bike fun maven by night. I don't know. Um, anyways, so it was an interesting year for me because to have, I mean, the Mercury hasn't gone under, but to have them ha- experience such huge changes and to realize that for so many years, Palooza really, we were so lucky. We had a fantastic relationship with a local weekly and they treated us very well. And they supported us in so many ways as our like title sponsor. Like there's still so much great stuff. Um, and And maybe like, Maybe we all, all of us, all of us, no matter what we, bike fun, your day job, whatever, like we were all taking so much for granted. And if, if I had sooner realized that um, our, our like number one sponsor was experiencing such extreme hardships, maybe I would have found ways to reinvent what we were doing so that we could support people who supported us so well. And so this year they can't give all that they gave in the past, but I'm using funds raised one from an awesome Portland grant that we won, which is great. Awesome. Um, and Congratulations. two from, thanks. Yeah. What, it was really uh, exciting. What grant was that? It's called, it's an awesome Portland grant. Oh, oh <laughs> That's I see. actually okay. what it is. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. You basically like convince, uh, a committee of people that your project's awesome and then they give that's you not money. hard to do with with Petalpalooza. well it, i mean it was a little hard because normally they like to <laughs> it was uh they like to support like things that nobody really knows about okay and right. i was like oh, you may know about it but it's going to be different this year yeah <laughs> is Petalpalooza an underdog right that's the question yeah so we spun yeah. it this year and, and it is won. this year yeah 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 um and and because i knew at the time then that the mercury wasn't going to have a printed edition anyways um and and so so with the money from the awesome Portland grant and and with Petalpalooza merch sales, we're putting that money back into the community again. And because for so many years, Petalpalooza um, has prided itself on the volunteer time that goes into making it all happen, and it is that has been like our rhetoric is hundred uh, percent do it better, yeah DIY, yeah, and and hundred percent volunteer run. Um, you know, made by the people, all these things. And and so every year, for instance, we were like coordinating these super wackadoo uh, pennant making parties. Well, I'm not a printer and our volunteers certainly weren't printers. And yet we were cut. I was going to get the fabric by bicycle out to no man's land. I was, you know, having somebody help me 
cut the fabric independent size. We were printing, uh, well, getting a screen print made. We were printing, we were sewing the pendants. We were doing all this stuff, which is so cool. And I look forward to our opportunities to do that again. But again, like this year, it was this realization of, well, damn it, there's local print shops that are like dying to have new projects. So they could use this business. Yeah. So why would I uh, host like a renegade crafting day where people are questionably social distancing? Yeah. Um, hey guys, let's get together, break the law and make penance. Yeah. I was like, why don't, why don't we support local makers and have them do what they do and do it really well? Seems more tenable. Yeah. And so same with like, you know, supporting the newspaper, like having pay, paying to, to have the Mercury support us similar to way that they've done in the past without the really, 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 really cushy um, print side of it. <laughs> but like, so this year, you know, we're leveling up and we're going to, we're going to pay to play because they, these people were so generous for so long. And I don't know that it was a service to the community in the end, because it would really suck to, to lose a great local weekly. Right, right. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that, uh, things like this that can be done to kind of re redirect the energy that's going one place usually and, uh, jujitsu it into, uh, into a different, better good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so here's my quick plug is we do have, uh, USA made pennants and USA made, uh, t-shirts. And those are all locally printed here in Portland, Oregon, and they are for sale right now. And they are no more than they were in the past. And they will freaking send them to your front door, or we now have two um, pickup locations, one in Northeast Portland and one in Southeast Portland. They're making and it easier so, for me to get one this year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll send it right down to you in Salem. Um, anyways, but it's it's cool because it's a lot less work for me, or it's supporting locals, and um, we're doing it in a, in a, in a safe ways that I'm, I'm really proud of this year. And and I, And I honestly, like, I have this vision of hundreds of people biking in Portland with pennants on. Like I want to go um, bike past the bike rack at the grocery store and see four bikes parked there with Petalpalooza pennants and feel like Petalpalooza is still happening even if I don't see the person wearing purple velvet. On and it sounds like it's very possible. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, Armando, did you have any other questions? Oh, I was going to ask about the the swag. What there do you we want go. to know? Yeah, okay, so we, yeah. we have um, the pendants, the shirts. The shirts come in kid sizes and all the way up to 3XL. And um, they're cotton, which is great. And they're slim fit, so they, they go all the way down past your butt crack cyclist. Um, <laughs> and, and then we're going to be making plus. stickers locally as well with Sticker Ninja. Oh, and nice. Sticker is a freaking badass. So Ooh. doing what we can. They're awesome. Really, really like the Sticker Ninja crew. They're really sweet people, yeah. What about, uh, I know you're, well, when I was trying to figure out kind of who was in charge of heading up Petalpalooza this year, I sent an email to uh, Petalpalooza at gmail.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you answered. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it's there's there's not a lot of uh, visibility for the people who have put in some of the work. Do you want to shout out anybody else who's kind of helped get uh, this to where it is today? 
Well, so it's everybody who put in a theme, honestly, is um, for anybody who stepped up and had an idea for a day theme, it's those individuals because, uh, do the math for me, but there's 30 plus five, 35. <laughs> we have 35 days of Petapalooza this year. And um, so that's 35 individuals who are doing the like silly behind the scene work with the blog post to like drum up excitement about whatever that theme is. Um, so that's huge. And then, and then it's just, it's simple things. It's the people who are hosting the, the pennant pickup. Um, it's, it's, um, you know, shout out to Nate at render.co who's printing our merch is he's like put in way more hours than I think he was barking for <laughs> already. <laughs> to, and then we haven't work. even, and we haven't even printed the shirts yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and to, and, you know, to the hardworking crew of shift who are like still trying to make it work with a calendar that is like a difficult thing to use right now when we can't post rides with start times and locations. So there's been a lot of wait for it. So like, this is, you, you should start every zoom call with like, what's the word where we all drink. There's been a lot of pivoting. Yes. Unprecedented drinking. <laughs> um, and, and people like thinking quick and on their feet and, 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 and being vulnerable and being willing and able to just like throw tradition and history and experience out the window and be like, well, shit, like <laughs> we were really good at this very specific calendar thing. Fuck. Like, what do we do now? Right. And so there's been a lot of, um, like being humble, being like, okay, so the calendar doesn't work. Like what the hell do we do now? And, and, and we've, you know, and, and having people step up and say like, I have an idea. It's a little wacky. How about just theme days and having people be like, uh, I like, I like your style. Like we're going to go with that. And, and it might be wrong, but if it's, if it's only ho-hum, it's because we didn't, we didn't allow ourselves to accept it. You know, like it's a, it's a, it sounds like a little creepy, but like, it's true as we have to, it's Petapalooza is the responsibility of, of the participants. Like we, we, we are all responsible. Be the bike the, fun you want to see in the world. Yeah. So, so if, if uh superhero day wasn't any good, it's because you didn't put a, um, an eye mask on, you only put this mask on and that's boring. Like I'll be putting yeah. my, uh, the tick costume back on for, yes. for that ride this year. I hope that's true. <laughs> I, I look now, forward now to that. that. I said it, it has to be true. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Well, I, you mentioned kind of throwing stuff out the window. The thing about the window, unless you live uh, on the edge of the abyss, when you throw something out the window, it lands on the ground outside your house. And uh, <laughs> when you need it, you go get it again. That's how things were when I grew up anyways. Whoa, wait. No, I'm kind of joking. I'm exaggerating <laughs> for effect. We didn't really throw things out the window. It was the guy who lived there with all the Olympia cans, though. <laughs> that see, that's what he did exactly. <laughs> you know. And did it work for him? Well, I, I found it right. I put it on my shelf when I wanted a, a unique memento of the place. So yes, it worked. <laughs> it works. It works. And you know, we're gonna go out. and We're gonna find the old busted up cans of Petapalooza in 2021. And as you said, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yes, and really, and so much of it is. Um, this is the time for people to to start to get vocal of like whatever. I don't care if Petalpalooza 2019 didn't work for somebody. I want to know if somebody's looking at Petalpalooza 2020 and they like, something isn't sitting right with them. If they're like, I want more reasons to dress up like an animal. Be like, okay. Like, yeah. Name it. Like do it. Like the Ted ride. 
Um, yeah, so the Ted ride. Um, anyways, so so I'm. I think that this is the year that we we get to meet um, we get to meet new community members that we get to experience. You know that that new people step up because this is a platform that works for them, or that they feel like um, they can do something different on the loud and lit night. That they that their loud and lit version can just be lit and not loud or loud and not lit, you know, the loud like, and or lit day. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, um, I think we're in for a treat. Absolutely. Well, thank you for, uh, for taking the time to explain it. Um, I don't know. This is a weird question, but do you have any questions for us? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, well, uh, we know that you're going to dress up like the, the tick one day. Um, and and we still have to finish like fleshing out the calendar. I've got to do some email work in the morning um, to to answer people's theme requests. But uh, what what are you excited to celebrate this Puddlepoosa Brock? Like, what Ooh. are you going to do? Well, I honestly, like I said, because I don't live in Portland anymore. Um, I I'm close enough to come back if I wanted to. If there was going to be a big event, but as we said, there's not. So I'm excited to uh, to kind of take part in some of this and and share. I would imagine there's got to be at least one other person in my town that likes to have bike fun. And um, if I can make what I'm doing visible, maybe they'll join in, or maybe they're already doing it. And I'll find out about it. Yeah. And so, how do you find them, and how do you guys um, embrace absurdly absurdity uh, separately? Like how is it going to be on celebrating these themed days with us in different towns or? Yeah. By tagging a uh, hashtag Pedalpalooza PDX, I think <laughs> along with whatever town you've got. <laughs> That's what all I'll right. do. All right. All right. <laughs> um, and Armando, what are you going to do for Pedalpalooza this year? Oh, I so we, I was getting ready to get set up and, you know, doing the breakfast on the bluffs. And so that's still sort of going to happen, I think. It's just going to happen differently, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had totally forgot this year. I wanted to make my own little mini pennants. So I'm, I'm working on that right now. Wait, what? What are they going to say? I don't want to say right now. It's a oh, <laughs> dang it. You just have to wait and see when it's hashtag Pedalpalooza PDX. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I... Uh, Aileen is also doing some penance, uh, and, 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 uh, film by bike headquarters is going to be one of the drop points for people to go pick up their penance and t-shirts this year for pedal Palooza. Um, but she's also going to be posting some pennant, some alternative pennant ideas for the world. So oh, cool. feel free to like connect up with her. All I right. like the pennant movement. You all take, take control, do <laughs> you, you can just commandeer the penance. That's fine. And if I don't have to make penance next year. That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, the other fun thing will be like the spontaneous rides that would show up you mm-hmm. know, all of a sudden. And so that's what I'm sort of excited about, too, because people are going to see people are going to be at first like, what? what is this? How is this working? But then all of a sudden they're going to get that it's yeah. working how you want it to work. You know, yeah. you can do it. And then then we're going to see these fun things that nobody's ever thought before. You know? Yeah. And do you guys think that um, whatever they call them now, what's our not our our whatever, safer streets. Like you daily has finally declared that we're going to barrel up some. Oh, right. right. Yep. Uh, you think it's going to happen by June? I think it's already starting to happen. Um, good. I can't remember the last I heard about it though. Oh man. I am so stoked. Cause it's, uh, for, for those not in the know, it's like a hundred miles of Portland city streets that will be made, uh, traffic calmed 
so that people can have local access, but it's discouraged for people who don't live there to drive down those streets and encouraged um, for, for pedestrians, um, children, dog walkers, cyclists, whatever, to, 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 to own the streets. Streets are for people. A um, hundred miles here, of here. city streets. Yeah. 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 And well, I'm and the city like, was uh, kind of uh, hesitating for a while, and, and now they've made the commitment to do so. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Guthrie, what are you doing for Petapalooza 2020? Well, it's funny you ask, Megan. Uh, <laughs> I'm working with another individual <laughs> to populate June 29th, which is Tree Day for Petapalooza. There we go. And uh, the idea that I've been working on is to encourage people to utilize multiple senses to appreciate the trees around them. Um, so there's going to be a couple of themes and a couple of routes that are posted. It's going to be kind of a smorgasbord, pick your own adventure style. Um, there will be routes for monkey puzzle trees, likely mm-hmm. palm tree rides. Um, and then there's a official first route that is posted, which is the North Portland Heritage Tree Tour. Um, and then in terms of my contribution to Tree Day, I really wanted to encourage people to get out and to just appreciate how fucking cool that trees are because i think that you know speaking (laughs) of taking things for granted we take trees for granted a lot um and to Mm. go out and maybe spend five or ten minutes with a tree that you have been curious about or haven't interacted with before what does it sound like what does it smell like what does it feel like if you close your eyes can you pick out the sound of its leaves from its trees around it um just to be a bit more in the moment uh you know, and I think we're all in the moment during these times, but that can be channeled in a in positive directions towards our friends of the forest, I feel. Get rooted with a tree. Yes. That's great. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny because I had asked uh, your your fellow tree day organizer, Zeph, um, if I could rebrand it and call it Hug a Tree Day. And he's like, actually, I'd appreciate it if you didn't. You cannot encourage people to be hugging trees at this time. And I was like, oh. Well, well I won't say that I didn't not tell you to do that, but you do whatever's comfortable. You can use you can use four out of the I guess there's like 20 senses, apparently, but you use you don't have to use that one if you don't want to. That's perfectly OK. You can still participate in Tree Day. Yeah, Um yeah, I love it. And it's just so stupid. Like uh, Tree Day is a perfect example of like anybody can celebrate Tree Day. Our, my nine and a half year old likes to climb trees. So maybe we go discover better climbing trees than the one in our front yard. Um, I don't know. Like there's you can pick up any any good old fashioned bike map in Portland and heritage trees are are plopped on there. Um, you could go try to identify trees. Like it's, it's whatever the heck you want. And I, I cannot wait to bike through my neighborhood and see somebody staring at a tree and be like, yes, you man. <laughs> or Ooh, yeah. not just staring you at a tree, smelling up. a tree, Guthrie, that's you hugging yep. a tree, communing with a tree. I don't know, whatever happens that day. It's, so it's, yeah, thank it's you. how we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you all for participating in your own ways. Uh, yeah. Well, and again, thank you for kind of helping put the structure in place to help people rethink this and to give them a venue for for their passion for bike fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yay! Can you remind right. people how to find it? 
Oh yeah. You want to go to pedalpalooza.org. And um, if you hate going to websites, you could always just wherever you're at, search the hashtag, which is pedalpalooza PDX. Excellent. Very good. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you thank bet. you. Yeah. Thanks Megan. The last thing we do is we read the credits of all the people who help us do the show. Um, Megan, do you have a suggestion for uh, for what sort of uh, what sort of delivery we should give this uh, donor list tonight? We're giving a delivery of a donor list. Yeah, we're going to read some names, and uh, it, oh. is there a style in which we should read them? It's also okay to how mulligan. often how often <laughs> do you do Shakespearean? Oh goodness, uh, I don't think we've done that yet. Oh, well, obviously, that's what you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Guthrie, do you happen to have the list up? I do happen you to are? have the list up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Guthrie. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, but are you used to the Shakespearean aspect is the question. I'll give it my best shot. I have, I have right. had uh, an experience at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, so I'll channel my inner uh, id. Right. Um, so I got to think back to my Shakespearean words. Um, I think we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Guthrie, do you want to start or should I? Uh, go, you can start. That's, that's good. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> Since you asked. <laughs> Fabulous. I don't know if anybody who's listened to the show for a long time has noticed, but Aaron and I rarely make it through without switching parts. So um, <laughs> it's kind of a trope at this point. We'll see. We'll see how far. Yeah, that's Brock due to I my get. meddling. I think that's because I keep on changing things. <laughs> all good. All good. All right. All right. Here we go. The Sprocket Podcast has been produced at X-Ray FM in days of yore. Heretofore, thanks to generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Ourist website be thou the sprocketpodcast.com. Send thy emails to the sprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Twing thy phone or thumb thy fingers to 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thankest thou to Ryan J. Lane for our thematic music. Hurtbird for thy headline sounder. Marcus Norman for visual accoutrements. And thanks abundantly to our sustaining donors, Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who beest a time traveler. Chris Smith, who runneth for public office. Caleb Jacobson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado. Drew the Welder, Anna. Andre Johnson, Denmark. King of Division. We'll see you soon. Richard G. Guthrie Straw, who uh, beeth over there. <laughs> Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regranary. Campsite. Macnurse David, Nathan Poulton. Rory in Michigan. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay. Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel, E.J. Finneran. Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchison. Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam. Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, which uh, maketh the scrolls. David Moore. Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron, Barron, and Chris, Chris Barron. Barron. <laughs> Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite, who uh, bangeth the drums. Ryan Morrow, Dude Luna, 
Yeah. Oh, he beest here in the studio. Forsooth. Matthew <laughs> Rooks. Kaka. Marshall. Paula at Funatake Cyclecraft. Philip M. Spartandale. Mr. <laughs> T. Who dost not left. Uh, Baikonik of Kiwana. Sarah G. Adam D. Go dig a hole. I'll finish Thoweth's podcast soon. <laughs> Beth, Beth Hammond, Hammond. <laughs> Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez, Oso, Isaac M, David Christensen, 503, and, and behold, our, newest our newest donor, Byron Patterson of Australia. Wow. And all of our former donors who have helped us get this far. Now, maneuver your hands toward thou wash basin. As thou were, and stay safe. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Oof, that was rough. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> the rougher well, it is, we, the fun, the funner it is it. to uh, listen to after the fact. Rough, That's rough right. in a good way. I was like, ooh, ooh, uh, mm, like watching, rolling with the punches. That was pretty Enjoying good. Enjoying every twist and turn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>